there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, I just heard from Todd. These were words I did not want to hear from Fritzy. Hey, I'm going to be in the studio tomorrow. Thanks, Todd. How do you feel about that? Eh, I feel okay. I kind of like the freedom here. I know, but they're cleaning things up. You know, I'm not going to do it. The driveway is looking uh, fresh, and I uh, will be sprightly and ready back at my desk for some awkward conversation. And You did not shovel Friday. that driveway. I did not. No, you didn't. I waved to the guy. I mean, I'm, I'm polite. I you know, through the window while he's all bundled up. Uh, we had a lot of snow, and uh, we got uh, snow beers after the show with all of my new friends here, the backroom guys, and we got burgers that are on the Traeger right now. The Danettes are uh, working remotely from their homes, but uh, I want to thank the guys who did come in, the big German, uh, Rob the intern, Alan, Marvin, and, uh, and Weeks, our cameraman who's also been shoveling snow all morning long. And Dylan. Can't forget good old Dylan. Uh, but uh, thank you guys for coming in. We got, I think we have the official measurement. And I don't know how much snow we had. I said it wasn't going to be a foot. And then we went, the over-under was a foot of snow here with our nor'easter. Todd, do you remember what yours was? Mine was 7.3, I believe. 7.3. That's uh, McLevin, do you remember yours? I think Todd was 8.3. Oh, yeah, you were 8.4. 8, 8, I was 8.4, which made no sense. Uh, Seton? <laughs> I think I was 9.5, I want to say. All right. And Paulie? I think I guessed 11 even. All right. It's uh, 10.5 inches of snow here outside the man cave. Now it's closest to it. Now can you go over? Did, did Seton, you were, Seton, you were coming up with the uh, the rules on this. 
I think it's isn't the rule traditionally closest without going over. Oh, Paulie, sorry. Yeah. Were those uh, verbally addressed <laughs> yesterday on the show? Because if not, I have to go back, check the tape and argue this for weeks and weeks. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll bring in a lawyer. Uh, I'm the worst. I, yes, you are. I, no. didn't, didn't you bring in like a Dartmouth lawyer one time to argue oh, yeah. with McLovin? Yeah, McLovin. Oh. I think the bet was who is the player comp for Adam Morrison? Or no, it was uh, what's that guy? Uh, Doug McDermott. Would it be Adam Morrison named first? And we argued for about NBA, a month. NBA draft when I think Adam oh. Morrison or Doug McDermott was being drafted. Doug I McDermott. Said, I guaranteed that during the Doug McDermott draft profile, they would <laughs> reference Adam Morrison. And reference usually means verbally reference. They didn't reference Adam Morrison, they showed a video of Adam Morrison, and actually one of the guys said, he's not an Adam Morrison type, but I use that as enough of a mm. hook to get me off the hook. Yeah. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Uh, some people taking their shots at James Harden. Here's a tweet that just came in. Our team's afraid that James Harden will put them over the calorie cap. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. That, that's a shot. That is a sh- <laughs> that's kind of harsh on the holidays. Well, that's funny. Yeah, that's 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 a shot right there, at, uh, James Hart. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, this program brought to you by Peacock. You can download the app and watch this program for free. You can also watch Yellowstone or all the episodes of The Office, original series Saved by the Bell, streaming now exclusively on Peacock. Start streaming now. Poll question, McLevin. By the way, twenty-three years ago today. Two players faced off for the very first time. One ended up with 33 points, the other one with 36. The younger player, 33. The older player, 36. If you guessed a 19-year-old Kobe Bryant against Michael Jordan, you are correct. Kobe went for 33. Michael went for 36. All right, McLevin, what do you have for me? So we put up a new poll. Would you rather be an NFL GM or the Monday Night Football analyst, Lewis Riddick's conundrum? Mm. 57% said NFL GM. Yeah, I would, I would want to jump into that. If, if you're going into a situation, you know, the Texans or the Lions are interested in Lewis Riddick uh, or he's going to get an interview with them. And uh, if he gets the job, then he leaves the Monday Night Football booth. Chris Spielman's involved with the Lions now, and if Lewis comes in, Barry Sanders involved with the Lions. They're trying. And if you ever brought that team to life and they actually competed and they got past the first round of the playoffs, maybe they played in an NFC title game. I mean, that that's one of those last franchises. We talk about franchises. You know, if the Clippers would win a title, Padres have been to the World Series. Like, there's certain teams where you go... Gosh, if they went back or they got there for the first time, how big that would be. And the Lions are on the short list of football teams that if they ever had that kind of success, how big that would be. Um, so I understand that. I understand that Lewis would be attracted to that. Uh, what else do you have, McLovin? By the way, do you remember when Scott Pioli asked you, I don't remember if it was on air or off air, what do you think I should do? Go back to the NFL or stay in TV? Is it an individual basis where you would advise people? Or is it, do you have a general rule when athletes ask you stuff like that? Um, I get asked by either former coaches or somebody in the front office or broadcasters at other networks. For some reason, I'm a sounding board here. And I don't want to mention some of the people who don't want their names mentioned that they've asked me for advice and should I stay or should I go? And Scott Pioli was uh, in the front office. He worked with the Patriots, worked with the Falcons. 
and he wanted to get into broadcasting. And I had good conversations with Scott. And I said, look, you're going to jump into something that's really hard to do. I think there are guys who give the impression it's easy because they just turn on a microphone and they're able to do it. And, you know, what Chris Collinsworth or Tony Romo or Troy Aikman or run down the list of analysts here, it's not easy. And I said to Scott, you got to have opinions. And I think that was the hardest part for him is to have an opinion and be concise. Um, and, you know, I said to him at one point, because I think he realized that he wasn't doing well in TV. And, and he was honest about it. He said, tell me what you think. And I said, I would look at going back into football. I don't think this, I don't think you're cut out for this. Um, there have been people at networks that I've said, stay. For the most part, I'll just say stay. Because everybody thinks, boy, I want what you have. I'd like to have a man cave. I'd like to have all that freedom. And I go, you don't realize what's happened in the previous 13 years. I mean, everybody wants this. But when we started out, we were in my attic. And you have to understand that. We, we didn't have anything. We, we were on 12 stations. And we were in my attic. Not exactly, boy, you made it. And, uh, you know, anchors at other networks. You know, Tom Rinaldi, who... Um, I went to management, I don't know how many years ago, when I was at ESPN, and I said, I just saw this guy on CNN, and you should hire him, Tom Rinaldi. And they eventually did, but it wasn't based off my recommendation. I think I just said, look, I'm going to co-sign on this. I think he's really good. And Tom Rinaldi came in, and, and he knew that I had spoken up on his behalf. I'd never met him, and he got the job at ESPN. And I just saw where he left for Fox. Now, it's not like he reached out and said, hey, what do you think I should do? Um, because there has to be a reason why he's going to Fox and leaving ESPN. Because you don't have that daily show like SportsCenter where your features can air. Uh, you know, College Game Day, he was a staple. You know, it feels like Fox is really going to try to amp up that big noon kickoff, the Big Ten, have him do that, contribute to that, the World Series, uh, a Super Bowl, uh, maybe golf. I think they still have the U.S. Open. They have some golf there. But when you leave the mothership, uh, you know, you better be, be ready. And going to Fox and, you know, he probably got a raise. Maybe he works less but is involved in more important things. I don't know. But I, I would have strongly considered if he said, hey, what do you think I should do? I'd really want to know why he'd leave ESPN. Now, ESPN's laying off a ton of people. And morale is probably low because of that. But I don't know if that you know, factors in on what Tom wants to do. Uh, you know, it's still a great place to work. But, you know, there are places, there are times to leave. And I left three years too late, in my opinion. Uh, but, you know, Tom is probably leaving at the right time for him. And it's a great decision for him. Uh, you know, if you're making it. Now, I don't argue when people make a decision, if you make the decision. A lot of times, we don't get that opportunity to make the decision. It's made for us where they go, uh, we don't need you anymore. But if you can uh, have leverage, you know, good for Tom Rinaldi because he's very good at what he does. Yeah, Paul. I thought you had a really good point on the Lewis Riddick situation because when McLovin first brought it up, I was like, Lewis Riddick's the analyst on Monday Night Football right now, and those jobs come out maybe once in a lifetime, unlikely twice, and I thought to myself, I'm not leaving Monday Night Football. But then you said, lately, Monday Night Football is not the rock that it used to be. It's tenuous. It's flowing. It, it could change really fast. They're a good booth. They're doing well. They're getting good reviews. But 
um, you, you get a couple of GM opportunities. If you pass on them now, now they may not be there in three years and there's a new booth and you're like, what did I do here? Well, it still feels like Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet have spoken up about doing the NFL. In interviews, separate interviews, they, they've mentioned it. Either they brought it up or it's been brought up. And it feels like maybe that's where we're headed, that you might have them do Saturday game and then have them do a Monday game. And if you want to have a Super Bowl and ESPN wants to get a Super Bowl, you're not getting in a Super Bowl on ESPN. You'll get it on ABC. And if you can promise the NFL you're getting Herbie and Chris Fowler, it feels like that might be the direction that ESPN will eventually go in. Uh, you know, it's not fair, but then this business is not fair. And you can have Brian Greasy, and if Lewis leaves, and it's Steve Levy, then who do you put in there? It's not fair. You know? Uh, but that's that would be the direction I would see ESPN going in, or ABC. Yeah, McLevin. But Herbie lives in the college space six days a week. Like, I, I don't understand, like, how he can compete with the guys who are on – Lewis Riddick's on NFL TV seven days a week. Like, how – isn't it going to be a weird dichotomy? I remember when Herbie was doing the NFL game, it looked like he'd done all this research, but he, had, he you could tell he didn't live NFL seven days a week. Well, he said it was a big challenge there because there are different rule changes – or, you know, the, the rules are different there. But understand, he knows more about the players in the NFL – than almost all of these other analysts because he knew them when they were in college. And so you've already done homework even, you know, before you start to do your homework, if that makes sense. And I, you know, Herbie and, and Fowler are professionals. Now they could slip in there and I don't think anybody would go, oh, those guys are college guys. They're professional broadcasters. Yeah, McLevin. Even for the Super Bowl though, that's what I was thinking about. Like, I don't know. I picture Troy and Al and Chris. Like, it feels weird for Yeah, but who Herbie is ESPN going to put out there? Like, yeah. you know, if you say Steve Levy and Brian Greasy and – or you can have Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet. The NFL may say, well, we want something, you know, established and people know these two guys. And, and look, I'm just spitballing here. I don't know. I'm just guessing. As much as Herbie and Chris have spoken about this, open to that opportunity – it feels like open to that opportunity is a way for ESPN to say to the NFL, hey, by the way, if uh, you allow us to air games on uh, ABC, we can promise you this broadcast team. I mean, that would be the thought process that I would have if I'm ESPN. Yes, Eden. Well, it's interesting, too, about this conversation is that, like, you bring up a guy like Al Michaels, right, who's so tied to the NFL right now, whose most famous call is from a hockey game. <laughs> who was just a, a, honored for his contributions to baseball, you know, but, you know, but getting Herbie, you know, out and, and Chris Fowler out of college football to the NFL feels like a stretch. I wonder if that's like a modern day issue more well, than it was before. Also, Chris Fowler does tennis. Yeah. I, I didn't hear anybody go, well, he's a football guy. He, he does tennis. He does the majors. Um, they're just, you know, Fowler's a professional broadcaster. You can plug him into anything, and, you know, he's going to do a great job. And then Herbie, they're football guys. It's not like they're going from college football to baseball. They're going from college to the NFL. Not that big a leap. Yeah, McLevin. Fowler, I'm not worried about it. It's Herbie and college because he's going to be doing the national title game. Peyton's out there. You don't think if they get a Super Bowl, they're going to start throwing more money at him? I don't know how much more they can give him. The market is set with Romo. 
So, and from what I'm told, they came pretty close to that with Peyton Manning. But Romo is not attached to CBS from the perspective of, I got to be on your daily shows. What ESPN does is when they hire you, hey, you're going to do this job, but we need you on Get Up with uh, Greeny. And uh, can you do uh, this radio show? And can you do this? Hey, can you be a guest on uh, Pardon the Interruption? That's, you know, that's where, and Steve Young, the Hall of Famer, I had discussions with him. I said, look, if you go in there and you do Monday night football, you're not just doing Monday night football. And as long as you're okay with that, then, then do it. Because I said, you got to do all these other shows. And you like Charles Barkley doesn't have to do anything other than TNT. Right? That's a pretty good gig. And Charles was talking about going to ESPN. And I remember saying to him, you got to do a lot of shows, not just that show. And, and, and so that, that's, you know, once you sign up, you can't say no. And that's what I always tell these analysts or guys who want to be an analyst. I always say, know what the fine print is, because you're going to be getting up at 730, 8 o'clock in the morning on Get Up. And then you're going to be maybe doing something with Stephen A. Smith, Sports Center later on, and then you do the game that night. That's why they call it the car wash. You get in, and, you know, Dan, uh, Dan Orlovsky created th- – this is what happens. You get the guys who will put in the daily time, and then they graduate. And Orlovsky has done a wonderful job, just like Mike Golick did, just like Sean Salisbury did. I said, you got to be there every single day. And if you're there every day, you will get the reps and then you will get elevated. Now, there's a glass ceiling with guys like that, but they are getting a whole lot more airtime because they are there every single day. And I even said that to uh, Mike Golick's son, Mike Jr. I said, if you're there every day, you're already ahead of the game. You're in Bristol, Connecticut. Not many analysts are going to go, hey, I want to relocate there and be there every single day. Orlovsky went to UConn. He's from the area. Golik moved here. So if you're there every day, you get those reps, you're on all the time, and and that's really important with your growth at ESPN. Yeah, Paul. You're absolutely right. I can remember back in the day, Mark Schlereth was not a household Another name guy. a football player. Yes. He was a good football player on a really good team and got a little notoriety because he's one of Elway's guys. But when he was at ESPN, he started, he was there all day, every day. You'd see him in the hallway. You'd see him at the calf. He was doing seven or eight shows a day, and he made himself reliable. They relied on him, and he got his career went the, the right way. Same with Barry Melrose. These guys are there every day. And if you're there every day, you're in the conversation, uh, you get promoted. Uh, and, and that's not everybody's willing to do that. And I've seen coaches who come in there, and they put in the time. And I've seen coaches, former coaches, come in there and they're just waiting for the phone to ring so they can get out of there. That It's just, just sort of a rest stop so they can get another job. But, you know, a, a long-winded way of saying congratulations to Tom Rinaldi and uh, I hope Lewis Riddick gets that opportunity to be a, a GM in the National Football League. We'll talk to Nick Saban. He'll join us uh, coming up. They have their showdown with Florida coming up this weekend. Your phone calls as well, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Chargers, Raiders coming up tonight. I think I think Justin Herbert is getting close to Baker Mayfield's single-season touchdown record for rookies. Is that right, McLovin? Doesn't Baker have it at 27? 
I think you're right. And then, yeah, I mean, not that that's why you would tune in tonight, but you know, I am fascinated with Justin Herbert with how well he has performed and the fact that he has performed. If you said he's going to do this, what kind of record do you think the chargers are going to have? <laughs> right. You would go, they're going to be a playoff team. They have been one of the biggest disappointments because I got something really, really good in a rookie quarterback. And I got very little out of the rest of my team here. Yeah, McLevin. Would you say the same thing about Joe Burrow and the Bengals? Uh, Just that they, oh, they no, no, had, no, a no, huge, no. had a big hit, though. No, the it's Chargers great. have a ton of talent. No, I mean, just that they did really well with their quarterback, even though they didn't win a lot of games. Yeah, but the Chargers, if I said Joe Burrow was going to do this, I'm not going to go, and the Bengals are going to be in the playoffs, because at the beginning of the year, I said, you're going to have three teams from the FC North make the playoffs. And that's probably what we're going to have. So how good can the Bengals be? The Chargers in that division, I thought that they would be better than the Raiders, better than the Broncos, and you know, not near the Kansas City Chiefs. And Justin Herbert has played... He has far exceeded expectations here. But that team is going to have a new head coach next year. I mean, that's really surprising. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, coming up, we'll uh, talk to Nick Saban. I've got a few things to talk to him about, including recruiting. They had the number one recruiting class again. Uh, we'll talk to him coming up. And i got to find out, Does could you see Nick Saban walking around Tuscaloosa in a normal year, Christmas shopping? Just see him out there carrying bags. <laughs> yes, Paulie. <laughs> he seems like he would have levels of people that handle the shopping, like many levels. I think no he's. Way. I think he's only buying for his wife. But but a lot for the wife. I mean, probably. But I would yeah. think that that would be. He just goes to a catalog and goes, "I'll take that and that and that and that, <laughs> and then wrap it up." Okay. And I'll take that. And that roll and time. That and that and that. Yeah, roll time. Take a break here. Uh, 21 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. If you're looking to hire good people, ZipRecruiter wants to take that off your hands. And there's nobody better. ZipRecruiter, you post a job on ZipRecruiter, get sent out to over 100 top job uh, sites, and it's just one click. ZipRecruiter then has this powerful matching technology. They find the person, people with the right skills and experience for the job, and then they actively invite them to apply. And it's no wonder they give me the stat of the day. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the very first day. There's so much going on now. You're interviewing people via Zoom. They can't come in to your place of business. So ZipRecruiter is going to help you. And you need all the help you can get, I would imagine, because you want to run your business. Right now, try ZipRecruiter for free. You go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. And they will take the hiring uh, issue, headache off your plate so you can focus on growing your business. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show.
Go the extra mile, your very own tricked-out, upfitted Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. You could win in Fox Sports Radio's Ultimate Tailgate Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit foxsportsradio.com or danpatrick.com by January 24th. Mercedes-Benz vans. McLovin, uh, did we find out uh, Justin Herbert is, what, two away from the rookie record set by Baker Mayfield in 2018 of touchdown passes. Russell Wilson had 26. Peyton Manning had 26. Daniel Jones quietly had 24. Did Peyton have like 26 touchdowns and 18 interceptions, something crazy like that, McLovin? Does that I think sound he had 28 right? interceptions. 28 interceptions? Wow. That's pretty incredible. All right. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Coach Saban uh, here in a moment. Blaine in New York's been holding for a while. Blaine, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan, thanks for taking my call. I just got to say, I was watching you yesterday and today, and my head's about ready to explode. I so disagree with your take on this college football thing. I mean, from my standpoint, from watching college football, I know who basically can compete for the national championship. I don't want to see Coastal Carolina. They played a good game. It was entertaining against BYU. Mm-hmm. But those guys can't compete against, you know, um, Clemson and Alabama and the like. They they just can't. And for Cincinnati, they're undefeated. Okay, do it three more years. And within that schedule, play a top 15 top 25 team and win that. Then maybe we can consider you to move up into that that area. How many like, how many of these schools do you think want to play Cincinnati right now? How many teams do you want, think would go to Cincinnati to play Cincinnati? Well, then I, I mean, do you remember I, when I, Alabama you know, blew out Notre Dame? Did you say, "Boy, Notre Dame shouldn't be in a national title game?" Remember when Clemson Dame, Clemson uh won big, blew out Alabama? Like those blowouts happen. More than you think here in these uh, big games. But my point is you have to, if you're not in that elite class, you have to demonstrate it. Just like Gonzaga did. They weren't, no one handed them them the number one ranking that they have now. They played tough schedules year in, year out, and earned it. No, no, no. They got in to the tournament, and then they were very, very dangerous. That's how they got on our radar. Nobody gave them anything. They got in. They earned it. They had a chance to earn it. We're not getting, giving anybody a chance to earn it, Blaine. I have no problem with the, the Final Four if that's what it is. I get it. Then why don't you say to everybody else, you have no chance of getting into the Final Four? If you say that, I'm fine with it. But you've done everything but say that. And that's where I don't think you're being fair. When you have these rankings, imagine you're at Cincinnati or, you know, throw out another school. And you watch the ranking show. And then you go, oh, wait, we dropped. They, they tune in. They actually think that these things are legitimate. There's nothing legitimate about that. They've done their best to keep Cincinnati out of this. Cincinnati is never going to be playing for a championship in the Final Four. It's not. None of these schools are that we've been talking about on the outside. They're just not. Um, and, and if that's the case, then just say Hey, this is Power Five schools. This is for big boys, not you guys. That's all. Yeah. As we make the awkward segue into uh, the number one team in the country, and <laughs> Nick Saban set to joining us on the program. I, you know, I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment, Coach. Um, we were just talking about, you know, when's the last time you went Christmas shopping? I usually once a year. Um, I have a lady that 
I'll meet at the store and I might give her a hundred dollar bill and a list of things to get for Miss Terry. <laughs> and uh, she brings it back to me all wrapped up and we're ready to roll. I don't know if it's a hundred dollars. It feels like it might be a little more than that, Coach. <laughs> right? But I need I need assistance to shop. I guess is the key to the drill. Now, is it required that you, the assistant coaches get you a gift? Um, they usually do, and I we usually get them a gift as well as their wives. Um, I think sometimes wives get overlooked uh, in coaching because they have to be so supportive. And in college, you know, they're involved in recruiting and relationship building. So sometimes they get overlooked. So I got to make sure that at Christmas they know that we appreciate what they do. How do you know you've had a good recruiting year? Um, when they, when the puppy dogs grow up to become, you know, real dogs, <laughs> then you really kind of know. Um, you think by evaluation, which recruiting is probably a bit of an inexact science. I think evaluation of players is an inexact science because you can probably measure some of the physical characteristics, but you really never know for sure you know, what the psychological disposition is to develop and compete relative to what you're capable of. I think that's probably true in anything, not just sports. But um, it makes it a bit of an inexact science, so you really don't know how the players that you got were developed. You know, where they are right now, they look like they're pretty good, relatively speaking. But how are they going to develop over the next year or two or three? And what's their maturity level going to be to be able to compete, and I think one of the most important things in development is, you know, how do you accept the critical eye? You know, people who have goals and aspirations and really want to accomplish something, they're always looking for people to, you know, tell me what I need to do to get better. But then we have, you know, quite a few folks that they've had a lot of success, um, so they look at it more when they get corrected, like it's personally insulting. So it makes it harder for them to grow and develop. So all these factors sort of, you know, come together to determine how someone develops and how early they're ready to contribute uh, and how quickly um, they actually develop the skill level to be kind of player they're capable of being. And I, I find that really interesting. You're talking about, and I have kids who are in their early 20s, and, and you're right how you can say something and then how they accept it. And I was curious how recruiting has changed for you over the years. What's the biggest difference that you've seen? Uh, uh, I, I think that um, expectation that the player has now uh, is a lot greater than it used to be which I think is a little bit of an obstacle to, to overcome uh, because I think when people have expectations, like I want to start as a freshman or I want to catch 50 passes or whatever uh, as a freshman, and then those things don't happen readily um, because they are focused on outcome-oriented type things and not what they really need to do to get the outcome, they get frustrated. And when they get frustrated, um, 
you know, they, they don't perform as well. They don't develop as well. They don't improve because, you know, they're got a negative attitude about things. So, um, well, social media has been, I mean, that, that's a big opponent that you have to fight as well of what people say to these kids and they are kids and then how they react to it. Well, and I think you're 100% right. It's, it's the expectation that gets created by social media. And, you know, look, 20 years ago, we didn't have all these recruiting ratings and five-star, four-star, but all these things create an expectation. And it's not, it's not the player. It's not the young man's fault that these expectations are created externally, but they do have an impact and affect some guys. And uh, they think they're failing if they don't yeah. meet these sort of, I'm going to call them almost false expectations because they're not realistic in a lot of ways. So it takes away from this whole process of thinking about what I have to do to develop and get results and become very outcome-oriented and disappointed if I don't get the outcome that people expect. He's Nick Saban. Alabama will play Florida SEC title game coming up Saturday night. Who's the recruit you missed that you still think about? You missed out on there's more than one. <laughs> well, I asked Tom Izzo at Michigan State, and he said he missed out on Chris Weber, and he said he thinks he thinks about it more than he should. But I didn't know if there's one that you 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 either see this guy or you think about it, and you go, "How did I miss out on that guy?" You know, no one comes to mind um, readily. But um, if I thought about it, I'm sure I'd come up with somebody. Um, but. You know, I think one of the hardest things in recruiting is you really develop relationships with certain players um, as you recruit them. And it's very, very disappointing um, when you have a really close relationship with a guy and then the guy goes someplace else. And not only do you have that relationship, but now you got to play against him. <laughs> and um, so I, I think that's, you know, one of the, the harder things, you know, um, Leonard Fournette comes to mind. You know, I had a really good relationship with him. You know, his mom made crawfish at Touffet when I went in the house, and it was the best ever and all that. And then, you know, you think you got a chance to get the guy, and then you don't. It's kind of, I don't know, it's a little disappointing because of the relationships. Not only you develop with players, but also with their family. Yeah, and you have to ask for seconds, too, with the uh, Touffet, right? <laughs> don't want to offend that's mom. Thing. That's one thing about Louisiana. You don't go on all visits without eating. If you have two in one night, you got to eat twice. Who does uh, Kyle Trask remind you of? Oh, nobody in particular. He's really a pretty uh, heady, heads up, very accurate, smart, uh, executes their offense well, uh, reads things. Um, he's got good players, um, good system that they play in. And he gets the ball to the right guys in the right place in the right circumstances. And um, it's very, very efficient, very effective. And they, they've got they've got a lot of mismatched players, which make it really difficult to match up. And they do a really good job of putting them in you know, tough spots uh, to get the right people on them. We had your quarterback on a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he's got a sneaky sense of humor there, Coach. I re- we really liked him. Mac, yeah, yeah. he's good. Yeah, yeah. Max is very bright guy, um, and um, you, you know, as and I think he's used his knowledge and experience to develop to become the kind of player that he is. 
He said that wide open receivers are the toughest to hit. Well, you know, I played quarterback back in high school in my first year of college, and I, I tend to agree with him on that because, you know, it just runs through your mind right before you throw it. I can't mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why you only played one year in college. Probably. <laughs> uh, it's great to talk to you. Good luck on Saturday night. When do you decide your first play? Do you know what your first play is going to be? Uh, we usually decide that today. I mean, we always have a script on offense. Um, and, you know, the coordinators have, you know, the biggest input in that. Um but on defense, you know, you, 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 it's a little different because you don't know whether what personnel they're going to be in and whether you're going to be playing regular nickel. You know, you just so you got to kind of have your call for whatever they do. Well, it's great to talk to you. Happy holidays. Good luck against uh, Florida and uh, whatever happens after that, Coach. Always appreciate the time. All right, Dan. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. you, buddy. Have a good holiday. Thanks. Bye bye. That's uh, Nick Saban. Got a big game coming up with Florida on Saturday night. <laughs> Your pal. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he makes time. A couple times a year, he makes time to come on, and I appreciate that. Yes, McLovin. Nick Saban loves you. Just admit it. It's a bromance. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. I don't, I don't know how he is towards his friends, his true friends. And I don't know if any coach really wants to have a friend in the media. Although we – and I know that he – and he said this before. He likes coming on because we ask unique questions or we have fun. Or he has fun. I don't know. But bromance? I don't know. Yeah, Paulie? I, I think if you live down there, you might get the lake house invite because that locally means you're in. If you visit the mm. lake house, you're in a circle. If you don't get that, that means you're outer circle. No, I think he might like me more because I'm not down there. Probably. And, I'm, and I might like him a lot more because I'm not down there. Yes, McLovin. <laughs> Yeah, you break one story and that bromance is oh. off on the oh, tide. So just remember that, too. Yes, yes. Given my sources with college football, and I start breaking stories here, and all of a sudden he's going, uh, hey, Dan. Uh, I saw the name. Boy, you talk about the name of a product, and then you go, hmm. If they chose that name, give me the name that they didn't choose. I have an NBA star who just put out a shoe, and I got a real problem with the name of that shoe. I have that for you coming up next. And if you're watching on Peacock, all the backroom guys who came in today, they uh, came in given the uh, snowstorm here. We got burgers and brats, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll have those coming up. You can live vicariously through us uh, as we uh, have the Traeger girls all fired up here. We'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL. They've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese, and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, final results poll question, this day in sports history, last call for phone calls. I saw, and I, I love Steph Curry. Steph Curry is back and can't wait to watch him. He has uh, a new shoe out. He's, of course, partnered with Under Armour. And uh, the shoe is called the Curry Golden Flow. That's not a good name. That's just not a good name for uh, a shoe. 
golden flow. Um, it's pretty because, you know, the color white and then there's a gold there and he's golden state in the golden flow. But uh, I want to know what name you decided not to use if you go golden flow. Yes, Paulie. If you wear them, you're def- you're in the playoffs. You're in. You're, yeah, you're in. in the playoffs. Oh. oh, see what I did with that, Todd? Come on, Todd. I thought it would be a good bridal shower gift, but I don't know. I'm just one person. What do I know? That's all you got? Like a shower. I don't know. That's, all, that's the best I could do. Hmm. Okay. Well, Golden flow? Golden flow. This, are you sure this isn't a bit? No, I, I, got, said? I got this is uh, from Under Armour. It says, from Under Armour. Subject, the Curry Golden Flow is out now, exclamation point. And so <laughs> I didn't know what it what it meant. Like the the Curry Golden Flow is out. And yes, McLovin. Remember when we thought he couldn't do any worse than those dad shoes he put out a few years ago? <laughs> they they look like nurses' shoes, though, it felt like. Like really, really, really comfortable shoes to be. You gotta uh, be on your feet for a while. Yeah. You want those. Yeah. Yeah. Golden flow. Yes, Paul. I, I think we're being, there's no way someone would, like the, they had the meeting and, and the boss goes, you know, golden flow. I like that name. No one stood up and said, this is right for being made fun of. Nobody mm-hmm. brought their hand up. Like you can do golden, but flow. <laughs> but I do like that. Golden flow. You're in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what happened, though, Todd? Somebody leaked this to me. Oh, and now, oh. wow. <laughs> when, you go to, when you go to the website of that sneaker company, uh, there's a huge golden flow graphic, and then the quote, feels better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, McLovin. You don't want to see the shoe that uh, Under Armour's putting out for Lamar Jackson next. <laughs> oh, oh. You wear golden flows, you're up three or four times a night, I guarantee you. <sighs> it's too easy. It's like T-ball. Do you think Under Armour said, hey, let people have fun with this. Let them talk about this. Do you think that's part of the marketing plan? If it is, then great. You know, you got me, and I'll be more than happy to promote. Yes, Todd. So when they're sold out, they're drained, basically, at that point. If you go to the store. Okay. Back. Serviceable. Yeah. B-. You're rallying. Yeah, C plus. You're rallying. <laughs> Final results of the poll question, McLevin. Would you rather be an NFL GM or in the Monday Night Football mm-hmm. broadcast booth? 58% said GM. All right. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie? Uh, one good one. You're bringing up passing stats for rookies. Uh, this second-year guy, Dan Marino, 1984, set the NFL record for touchdowns, 48 completions, 362, and yards. 5,084, 1984 for Dan Marino. Yeah, 1984, he threw for five grand. If you prorate that, that's that's six and a half, right? I don't know. I I'm uh, maybe Pro Football Focus has has done that. But if you prorate it, it's got to be six at least six thousand yards. I I would think uh, at least a, at least something com- coming close to that. Uh, Kyle in California. Hey, Kyle, what's on your mind today? Under Armour Golden Flow, that, that's piss poor. I don't like it at all. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm fired up over the Harden thing. It okay. makes, okay, if, if I found out that you were 
how many times has he burnt out in the playoffs? And then we find out he's taken three-day trips at clubs. Like, it comes back, like, this just comes back to the LeBron thing for me. The discipline, every day, put it, you know, everybody talks about how much effort he puts in his body, off days, like, no days off. And everybody, you know, talks about medical technology being better these days. And, like, going to the finals every year and playoff pushes and all that stuff is hard, right? LeBron's yeah. made it look easy, but it's hard. MJ couldn't do eight straight. The guy had to take two years off. And everybody says, oh, medical technology better these days. You don't think they didn't know maybe it wasn't great to play 36 holes of golf and <laughs> be up partying until 3 in the morning? Like, LeBron doesn't do any of that stuff. He never has. It always it just comes back to that for me. All right. Well, thank you, Kyle. Always good to hear from you. I mean, you're right. Now, if Jordan did what Jordan did back then, he did it now with social media and gambling and uh, playing 36 holes of golf, then maybe, maybe the media would be critical. Uh, I mean, they find a way to be critical of LeBron James. Uh, let's see. Well, how about we go take a spin around the, uh, the infield here? What you learned on the program? Todd, I'll start with you. It's not fair to expect one guy, Sam Houston, to beat an entire Texas team. Alas, he lost to the Longhorn 79-63. That's what you learn, my corny joke? I like that joke a lot. I had to repurpose it, as I've been known to do. I thought that was fantastic. Now I feel bad about it. Uh, McLovin. <laughs> Adam coming in tomorrow. So now oh, you're too, it's a and we have meat Friday tomorrow. Yeah, beef, baby. Beef tenderloin tomorrow. McLovin? Uh, Justin Tucker can shred. Uh, Seton O'Connor. You eat a lot while you're uh, on the recruiting trail. Uh, Polly. Shockingly, Todd has a shoveling guy. What we learned brought to you by 1-800-Flowers, Peppermint Roses. You can get 12 Peppermint Roses, an extra half dozen roses in a vase for free. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click on the radio icon, enter promo code PATRICK. My thanks to all the guys from behind the scenes here. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, a ton in 
include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 